and welcome to Down with the Browns. And welcome back to another episode of Down with the Browns. You're here with your host, Christian, and I have a very special guest today. It is the Manny Maxwell. How you doing today, man? What's up? What's up, Christian? How we doing? I'm doing fantastic. Let's go, man. I'm excited to have you on the podcast today, man. Thank you so much for asking me. I was super pumped. I was I was really excited. So ready to get yeah. in and talk some Browns. Oh yeah, man. I've just I've seen you tweeting a lot, so I know you know your stuff. So <laughs> and uh it, if you want to give Manny a follow on Twitter, his Twitter is at Manny Maxwell5. Uh he's a good follow. Big time Browns fan, so yes. you know it's a good follow. Big time, big time, big time. <laughs> and uh before we get into all the Browns talk, let's get to know the Manny <laughs> Maxwell. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, all you know, right. right off right off the top, 27 years old. A uh, little uh, from Southerton, Pennsylvania, right outside of uh, Philadelphia. So um, about an hour out. I've uh, been, been a Browns fan for a serious diehard Browns fan for about eight years, nine years now. So um, know a lot about the Browns and, and been through the struggles there. So mm-hmm. I, I, I've been laughed at with, for the whole one in 31 thing. Um, so uh, favorite player of, of the Browns all time is Jim Brown, mainly because I I also play a little lacrosse. So knowing Jim Brown was a big lacrosse guy and was very good at the sport uh, is uh, gets me really pumped up and just you know obviously just a force of nature. I was looking up the stats a couple of weeks ago and I'm like this guy was this guy was, yeah. <laughs> this guy was the absolute real deal. And I think that you know a lot of people oh you know Jim Brown's good, but you got to look up the you got to look up the stats and just you know. Uh, dig deep into Jim Brown. He's, he's, he's a force of nature. So yeah. uh, my favorite Browns moment, honestly, it's very recent. It's the, the, the uh, Denzel Ward interception return off Joe Burrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Starting off, I cannot believe they're, you know, Bengals driving right down the field. I'm like, Oh no, at that time, the Bengals were uh, already, you know, they, they, they were already looking at one of the best teams in the AFC and to go to their house and they're, they're driving right down the field. All you see is the Warden pick them pick off Joe Burrow and just go down the side. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The, the head just came off that big win against the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yes. and, we, and we had just cut OBJ. So like everything was, it sh- should have been like the complete opposite of that game. It just Absolutely. felt like that going into that. You're like, Oh man, we're, we're going to get killed. But like the Browns finning, you're like, yeah, we're going to win that. But we're going to win that. But you kind of know. Yeah. Like, you're like, Oh God, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> we're going into that. But so like, they were looking like the real deal for Serena, but we really put it on there. So yeah, <laughs> it was hang like, our hats on, you know. I know people make fun of us, but it's it was a, it was a big game. It was a big game for us. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, I was hoping he wasn't going to get chased down like DK Metcalf. But but, <laughs> but uh, I was. But honestly, that was my favorite moment. Yeah. Then, um. So my he uh, had that big juke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, this is a Let's go! I I, yeah. I I lost my voice before the game even really started. Honestly, it's, you know, it was it was looking up from that moment. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. You know, my current favorite player right now is Nick Chubb, okay. and uh, I I I just I love the way he runs the football. I mean, and honestly, such a such a humble guy. And I know in this day and age, it's really attractive to have like a guy that's really outspoken, doing a lot of like stuff on TV or, you know, have yeah. endorsement deals. But um, just, you know, when I, when I hear 
like older generations talk about Nick Chubb. It, it reminds them a lot about like workhorses back in the day, just mm-hmm. you know, silent, but just, you know, score a touchdown, hand the ball off to the ref kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, personally, I, I love Nick Chubb. I think yeah. he's, he's the best running back the Browns have had since uh, Jim Brown. I mean, I'm, I've not got to watch all them running backs back in the day. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm just going purely off stats. And, I yeah. mean, he's already working his way up the boards. And, and and honestly, the way that the Browns have got it set up, they're going to have him be healthy for a long time, especially with that running back room. You know what yeah. I mean? Not like Derrick Henry where you just, you know, we saw what happened to him last season. So. Yeah, and that's I, – I see a lot of Browns fans on Twitter talking about that. They're like, when do you give Nick Chubb more carries? It's like – you're gonna run him into the ground, like you see what's happened to Derrick Henry. It's finally caught up to him. You see what's happened to Christian McCaffrey. Like Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy anymore. And I mean, Christian McCaffrey, when he's healthy, man, he's. Oh, I, I think he's the best back in the league. Absolutely, no doubt. absolutely, he can do so much for so much for your team. But the Panthers just like they just overused him, man. I just mm-hmm. it's it's, and I feel really bad because. You know, people are, you know, even skeptical. Even me, I'll raise my hand and say I'm skeptical about picking him up in fantasy sometimes. Yeah. Just you never know. I went with Saquon Barkley this year. Still didn't help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, this year I'm just going to not, you know, people yeah. say whatever. I'm not taking the running back. For yeah. sure. I'll say that. <laughs> so, get Cooper Cup if he's there. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, 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 he's Nick Chubb, definitely one of my favorite players right now. Yeah. And uh, so let's just, uh, Let's get straight into some Browns talk, man. Let's let's, let's get into some it. more. So, uh, with free agency coming up, it's less than a month away now. Uh, what is what are some moves you think that the Browns should be making this offseason? Uh, one of the ones that pop out to me, honestly, I know a lot of people have been talking about the wide receiver room. A lot of people like the combination of getting somebody from the draft and also picking somebody up in free agency. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge. I'm a huge. I like. I like DJ Shark out of out of uh, out of uh, Jacksonville. I I think there's something about him, and I know that he had his his, his ankle injured this season. Didn't didn't play a lot this season. Yeah, um, that ankle and it was out week four versus the Bengals. But um, I think seeing who he has had under center in the past will mm-hmm. calm a lot of people down about saying, oh, you know, Baker Mayfield's not that good. Well, you know, he's at Garner Minshew and, and a rookie, Trevor Lawrence, and, and they're both rookies at the time. So I feel like, you know, DJ was a thousand-yard receiver, best receiver on their team. Mm-hmm. And I think that he put up the stats to show, you know what, he's very comfortable out there, you know, and I like him. And also, another thing that I like is his size. I mean, we're yeah. talking about a guy who's 6'4", 198. You know what I mean? He's a little bit, a little bit slimmer, but I, I just – we need some size, you know, out yeah. there. I, I'm sick and tired of going into other teams and we're seeing, you know, Chase Claypool up there getting jump balls when we're playing the Steelers. You know what I mean? It's very, yeah. really, you know, annoying to me to see that. Yeah. It feels like a lot of teams have these DBs that are like 5'10 to 6'1. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that's what the Browns mostly have. We have everybody, like Denzel's like 5'11. Yes. Uh, Greg Newsom's 5'10. Uh, most of our secondary, I mean, they're not huge guys. Yeah. And so usually, like in the red zone, that's where it hurts you right there is because you'll get them jump balls. Uh, and it, I think I think we need to take, like the Browns need to take into consideration that. I know analytics probably, however yeah. they want to look yeah. at that. Yeah. But, like, your bigger guys are better red zone threats, and there were yes. so many times last year, like the red zone threat, like just we didn't really have it except like Najoku or Hooper. Yes, 
and like i mean jarvis love him to death love dpj love all of them but like dpj was our tallest receiver last year and he's six two six three yeah yeah six two yeah it's like you know do you do you want to go and 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 no offense to dpj i i I love him too and he makes some big plays for us but i i would like to have somebody a little bit like a little bit taller and a little bit Mm -hmm. more reliable to be honest and those big those big game moments that you know uh, especially after watching the Super Bowl, everybody and their mom knows that Cooper Cubs get the ball, and he's not yep. the biggest guy out there, but he's still he's he's reliable, all reliable. Yeah. So uh, definitely, I would like some height out there. Yeah, and I, the, the thing about DPJ was last year, I feel like we threw him into the wide receiver one role way too early. I mean, I know we had to nice. just because nice. of the injuries, but like he was. He's not a one. He's a two to yes. a three. Yes. Dude's great in that role, though. Like, when he's yes. the two, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. And and I, and I believe that he has – if he's a three, I mean, we have one of the best threes in the league. I, yeah. I really do believe that if, you, if we're going to put him at three, that's why – that's what I would personally like yeah. uh, to be that, like – lucky for next season to say hey dpj you're, you're gonna be a three man that's yeah. not that's that's not an insult whatsoever yeah. but um to have him back there but i think that um dj is definitely one of the guys that i'm looking at uh, yeah sure. so i've got a question there's yeah. there is a hypothetical out there and i really like this hypothetical but i don't because it means that we're gonna lose a very impactful player to the yeah. locker room yeah but i've saw a lot of uh people talking about Mike Williams, yeah, his con his contract would be about sixteen to eighteen million dollars a year. Famous somebody we know. Yeah, and Jarvis Landry, who yes. is due that money this year. Yes. If we cut Jar, if we cut Jarvis, would you be would you be all right with cutting Jarvis to sign a guy like Mike Williams? Uh, you know, and I like I like Mike Williams. I was having a little bit of a discussion with a buddy of mine, big Steelers fan. You know, and. And he, 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 he's not big on Mike Williams, but I personally like like Mike Williams a lot. The mm-hmm. only thing that concerns me is if we bring in Mike Williams, I know he, he we don't have another guy on the other side of the field who's like a Keenan Allen. Yeah. That's what concerns me. And it's the reason I'm a little bit shaky and a little bit traumatized about that is because I saw what happened with Austin Hooper. I mean, mm-hmm. we brought him over from Atlanta and he had these stats, one of the best tight ends in the league and all this, stuff, whatever the case may be. But then you kind of ask the question, was it was it because of Julio Jones? Was it because of Ridley? You know what I mean? It, it makes you question. It's like, okay, now I want to see who you're playing around. Yeah. You know? So when it comes to Mike Williams, you see some weapons, you know, Austin Eckler in the backfield. Like, we, we'll have Nick Chubb, obviously. But there, we don't have him exactly like a, like a Keenan Allen to say. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So am I comfortable with making Mike Williams the one is my question. Um, the only, and I've seen that before. And my only, my only caveat to that would say, all right, who are we picking up in the draft? I hope, it, I hope it's a wide receiver who is yep. comparable enough, you know, to fit in with a Mike Williams uh, draftable wide receiver uh-huh. and DPJ. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So hypothetically, yeah. Let's say the Browns do cut Jarvis. The Browns sign Mike Williams to yeah. like a four-year yada 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 deal. Yeah. Uh, with the thirteenth pick, who are you taking in that situation? I, I, I'm gonna say this to the cows come home. I love Drake London. I love Drake London, and I, yep. 
I get it. We're in Browns Twitter. We're in Cleveland. We're in the Ohio, the area, Ohio State guys, every Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. What about those guys? I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about a guy who understands the jump ball and what to fight for when you're out there, mm-hmm. I personally love the big body wide receivers. I, I'm sick and tired about it. Like I said before about these, but I'm sick and tired of being beat like that, especially, yep. you know, Drake London can be able to uh, create separation. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's a bigger target for Baker Mayfield finally to throw to, and maybe mm-hmm. that'll entice Kevin Stefanski to use bigger targets more uh, mm-hmm. because I know that he loves his tight ends, but I think it's a safety net. So I would choose Drake London if he's on the board. Yeah. Honestly, closer than we get to draft day, it seems like he might be off the board. Yeah, it's uh, it seemed like there for a while. Garrett Wilson was the consensus number one yeah. wide receiver, and then everybody started watching more film. Yes. And now it's now Traylon Burks kind of entered the discussion. Uh, and then well, Drake London was in there too, but he was yeah. kind of the the two to the three because a lot of people were still high on Chris Olave. Yes, Chris Olave yeah. hops kind of dropped off. He's now projected like late first. Jahan Dotson's his stocks climbing. Yes, um, yes. So I mean, if we can come out of the off season in the draft we'll, <laughs> with Mike Williams, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I can't even. I can't. Oh man. Hear me out. If we do cut a, if we do cut Jarvis, we will have to sign some more. I think we got to sign a vet guy. Yeah, I think Marquise yes. Goodwin yes. would fit that wow. slot because he's he's yes. a little older. Yes, he's, he's probably going to leave Chicago just because. I mean, they really didn't do anything with him. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, they didn't go in the direction everybody thought, and that was clear as day that they should go with signing an offensive mind of a coach. Right. But, uh, hopefully, their trash is another man's treasure. We get Marquis Goodwin. We have him in the slot. Then we got big bodies like DPJ, Mike Williams, and Drake London. Yeah. But if we do go another route, I will not be mad at that either. You know, as long as we can get guys that can catch the ball, it feels yeah, like there's been a lot of. Last year, it felt like either Baker was throwing it over guys, under guys, and then when he'd hit them, they would drop it. They would drop it. And it just felt like anything that could have happened went wrong last year down the stretch. Like you had people like Austin Hooper who was falling like a little baby anytime. Oh man, the falling, like, the catching and falling right after. Yeah. It was like it felt like like when you hand like a baby something and like they'll, they'll like stumble or yeah, like toss yeah, a ten yeah. stumble and fall. Like yeah. it just felt like that's what how he was trying to catch the ball was he was falling down to catch it. Yes. And I don't know why Stefanski wasn't using Najoku as the tight end one at that point, but you know he knows more than me. That's why he's the head coach, and I'm doing a podcast about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I we and you got to trust you got to trust Stefanski's play calling, and I, he didn't yeah. coach of the year for nothing. And I I do I do question it sometimes, but yeah, I, think I would like a I would like a, a a playmaker who can pick up. That's our number one thing, really. Is, yeah. Pick up the yards after catch, the yak yards. I love yeah. I mean, if we can get somebody who can catch that football and make something happen with it to make something like that's what I think in my mind. I thought people thought uh, Anthony Schwartz was going to be that. Yeah. Uh, like a real fast kind of, um, uh, I don't want to, I hate to use this comparison, but really we thought it was going to be kind of like a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Real, real fast kind of mm-hmm. guy. Pick up some, you know, put him in a, 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 in a drag route. 
throw a right over the middle five yards and then he can yeah. pick up an extra 10, 15. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate that that's not the case. He said, I saw on the social media, he said he's going to be working really hard on, on catching the football with a jug machine. I hope for the best. Yeah. Um, well, that was one of his knocks coming out of the draft was like, he's like his pro was he's very fast. Yes. He runs really good routes. Yes. But his con was catching the ball. And that's wow. one of the main things you got to do. Like that's, what's made Rashad Higgins such a huge like asset to the Browns when he yeah. did play, when he's getting all the play in time was he could hold on to the football. Yes. Yes. He, he's not the best route runner. He's not the fastest dude out there, no, but he, he could catch the ball. But if he gets two hands on that football, he's got you. He's bringing yeah. it. It was a safety net, you know. Yeah. And, and I remember uh, early on, and a little bit, a lot, especially uh, season four, last season, twenty twenty, Rashard mm-hmm. Hollywood Higgins. I mean, we we saw him in the end zone a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it was it was it was very they they built that rapport with Baker, and and I personally liked Hollywood Higgins a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I I I hope that uh, I hope that we can get something out of Schwartz. I hope that we can get something out of Hollywood. Yeah, Higgins. I do believe that we. We, the wide receiver room needs um, some attention. Um, mm-hmm. And I know people are coming at me, you know, when I said that the wide receiver room is really our number one priority in the draft. But oh, yeah. I, I'm like, you know, it, hey, it's 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 something that needs to be addressed. Yeah, and one thing I've noticed about AB in the last two years is when that glaring hole is there, yeah, he addresses it. Like Absolutely. he's – like Absolutely. last year it was the D-line. He addressed yeah. it. Yep. Getting Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. Um, and then the secondary, like, it felt like the only guy we had in the secondary was Denzel Ward, and yeah. everybody else was burnt toast. But then, then you bring in the guy like John Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you get Grant Delpit back. Yeah. Which that was a huge loss for us, too, because then yes. we had to throw Sandejo out there. We're exactly. About that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you had guys like uh, Terrence Mitchell and all that out there a lot. So. And I, and I think that also, you know, getting Greedy back uh, a little bit healthy. I know yeah. I really hope that Greedy gets healthy. Um, speaking of secondary, I really hope that he gets healthy. Yeah. And I, I want to see – I loved what I saw out of Greg Newsom. So, honestly, those pickups – A.B. does his thing. He knows. Yeah. I, I, more than Stefanski, I have a lot of trust in Andrew Barry. So, I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. Uh-huh. And even you know, well, uh, even when it comes to free agency. So, yeah, um, my second free agency concern is uh-huh. is trying to see. I, I, I'm going to call up Larry Ogunjobi and I'm going to call up Sheldon Richardson and see if they want to be you know back in some brown and orange. Honestly, you yeah, know, I like the, the obviously Sheldon Richardson played less games this year, mm-hmm. uh, but his his stats were still if you times those by two, you know. What you mean? <laughs> Which they kind of had a crowded D tackle room in Minnesota. In Minnesota. So, you know, hey, do you want to come back over to Cleveland and play some more? I mean, yeah. I like, I personally like to be. Yeah. And Um, he didn't want to leave. No, no. And that was a sketchy situation, too, when he, the way he just, like, the way we we handled that situation. Yeah. I I just think you wanted the bag, though, because, I mean, when a team's offering you that money, like I mean, that's ten million dollars. Like, yes, yes, yes. A, a lot of it from from a from a fan perspective, it's like, okay, why would you want to, you know, leave a good situation for money? But yeah, as a human, it's like, all right, hey, that 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 the bag's falling, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. You got to go where it's at, and Absolutely. he he got a he got a decent payday from them, but yeah, from the Vikings, but you know. 
I think the Browns could offer him that one-year deal, kind of bring him in, kind of yeah. like how we did Malik Jackson. Yes. When I wouldn't mind us bringing back Malik Jackson. I thought I he's pretty. Jackson. I thought he's I, pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he did, and that's why, honestly, to be completely honest, I was like, you know, that's why I don't know if I'm totally because if we can get Jadavion Clowney back, yeah. get him on board. Obviously, I don't know what it is with Jadavion Clowney, but his whole career it seemed like he wanted to, to reset the market for, <laughs> for yeah. bro. Oh God, oh, man, oh man. But it's like if we could just talk to him and, and, and not have him ask for so much money i yeah. mean honestly i would have no problem with with not drafting number one like uh for our pick like it, we don't necessarily have to go a d tackle that's why i said wide receiver yeah. you know because i'm like hey maybe we can work something out yeah. where you know he doesn't Which, want so much money if it, it feels like they've got a lot of faith in jordan elliott too Yes, uh, yes. I think yes. that if if he does as expected going into year three, I think he yeah. could have a he could do it having a decent impact with uh if we do resound Jadavion, I think we will. I think that's yeah. gonna happen here soon. Yeah. Um but you know, I think a name that kinda it just kinda glares at me in the draft. Well, there's two of them. Like if we can get a wide receiver like a Drake London in the first and get this dude in the oh. second, it's home run, buries the goat. Can't ever fire him, never, ever, ever, uh, no matter what he does. Um, yeah. Is like, if you can get a Devontae Wyatt or like a oh, Logan Hall in the second. <laughs> dude, Devontae, he's, he's, he's a dog. I mean, it may have been, you never know because Georgia's defense was so nasty last year. I mean, it could yeah. be a product of the system and the people around you. Yep. Or he could be that that dude that we all think he is. He can actually be that guy, yeah. Yeah, and I think Logan Hall's going to be oh, – dude, that, good, that dude's oh, going to be so Logan good. Hall. I really I really like Logan Hall from uh, Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I Logan Hall, six-foot-six guy. It, you know, he's a big body as well, and I would love somebody who can, like, clog up those holes because I'm looking at, you know, mm-hmm. our, our division. I really – like, obviously – we got lucky with the Ravens, obviously J.K. Dobbins getting hurt, but you know, yeah. if we have somebody else to clog up that hole, I mean, Najee Harris is going to get stopped. I'm talking Joe Mixon, we're going to get stopped. You know, somebody on that defensive front yeah. can really hold up. I, Logan Hall is one of my favorites. Yeah, and like if you keep if you retain a guy like a Malik Jackson yeah. who's six six himself, yeah, imagine lining up across. You look at it, Miles <sighs> Garrett six four. <sighs> Logan Hall six six, Malik Jackson six six, Clowney six five. I it is something <laughs> that's extremely scary. I'm telling you, and it is. And hey, I think that one of the biggest problems uh, starting the season on defense is you had so many, so much talent. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to give Joe Woods a scapegoat, but I. I will say maybe it took him a little while to just figure everything out. Yeah, uh, and figure out what exactly he had. So if you bring in those kinds of talent for next year, hey, we already kind of know each other, and we're just going to plug and chug maybe one or two pieces. Yeah. It's like, man, they finished off the season defensively, second half of the season. I was impressed. Yeah, I, I really was. Yeah, it seems like Joe Woods like solidified his job in Cleveland. Like after yeah. the first about six weeks, you're like, okay, we got to get this dude out. He don't know what he's doing. Get him out. Yeah, Chargers, <laughs> we, I, you know, I. I the high scoring, it's like we couldn't stop a nose. Yeah, like, and it felt like after that game, we was holding teams to under 20, like, consistently. Yes, yes, yes. And 
I think down like the last about five to six weeks of the year, I think that that was a Super Bowl caliber defense. Like it really was. It really was. And I and I, I don't want to. I know. And I know. I know. It's 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 nice. It's a trade. It's sexy to talk about the quarterback position all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean. But I want to give some props to that defense and say, hey, that defense second half. I yeah. mean, listen, that's that is very. I really like that's playoff defense right there. Oh it's yeah, really, for sure. So if you address one or two things, hey, even if you want to go defensive tackle first, you know, and, first pick in the draft, I wouldn't. Yeah, and I think that the the Packers game speaks like just miles of that defense. Oh my god, we had four turnovers and they beat us by two. I mean, that was it wasn't a good offensive game. No, but to give the ball where that we gave the ball back to the Packers at in most of these situations, to hold them to twenty four points. It's extremely impressive. And it's you're extremely impressive. The MVP, the yeah. reigning MVP, yep. and current MVP this year to and that. Our, yeah. And uh, and honestly, we did we it, it's not something that was just a fluke either because we did the same thing to Lamar. You know, yeah. we we had we had four interceptions on him. And it's like, all right, you know, guys, <sighs> I, it's just offense. I really you know what I mean? And so that's what that's why I'm so a lot of people want to say, you know. Wide receiver's not exactly a given, but I'm like, hey. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to – just because it's a deep wide receiver draft doesn't mean you, you need to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I think that the NFL has shown you the past two seasons what a real – what a steal of a wide receiver. I mean, you look at Jamar Chase, you look at mm. Justin Jefferson, the problems they have caused for defenses, you know – I wouldn't sleep on a good wide receiver. Yeah, we, we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to get the LSU boys. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> funny. Anybody LSU yeah. are going to come out? Just yeah, to go out of the draft for sure. For yeah. sure. And uh, just moving forward, what what are you to expect from Baker Mayfield next season? Like, do you yeah. think he's going to be a Brown? Do you yeah. think you think you? Yeah, I I, I think I think. I think he's going to be a Cleveland Brown. I, if I had to, and I, and I think it's a, a serious question. If you, if we had everybody on, you know, Twitter and Facebook, if we had everybody just say, "Hey, you know what? You have to bet your house, your car, your way of living on who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns Week One." I yeah. think most people will say Baker Mayfield. I yeah. mean, it just it seems like a situation that, mm-hmm. um, to me personally, in my opinion, is kind of a. A, a, a win-win for for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a it's a it's a team-friendly contract you're bringing him back for. Um, he's going to have the surgery. He's going to be healthy. Um, hopefully, uh, we're going to bring in some wide receiver weapons. Probably going to bring up an offensive lineman in the draft. We have we you know it, it, it's a I don't know why he has so many sacks, but I will say his lines going to be a little bit better than this year. Yeah. And- so. I there's no ex, no 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 excuses. So what's the point in bringing in a guy? Lord of mercy! What's the point in bringing in a, a Kirk Cousins for forty million a year? So I heard yeah. he's not he's not budging this year. Well, and the thing is, nobody realizes this is all these people that you're wanting, like your Russell Wilson, your Aaron Rodgers, your Kirk Cousins, your Jimmy Garoppolo. All their contracts end next year. Yeah, that would be. Oh. So like even out. even if Russell if Russell Wilson's your guy and he stays with the Seahawks, which may happen, he may yeah. go somewhere else. If he goes there for one year, yeah, 
and he hits the market. That's what I think he's going to end up doing. He's going to hit the market yep. next year. He's going to place in Seattle one more year and then yeah. hit the market. Yeah. Um, and then you can give him the bag then if Baker's not your guy. If Baker's your guy, it's a win. It's a win-win, honestly. It like, really is. It really is. And I think, too, what you're just saying is if people will understand that, if Baker stinks it up next year, obviously I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland, you know, if there's a quarterback that they like. Yeah. Seven, if they want to pick him up, fine. You, you put in that guy next season. Yeah. I think um, that – I think you got to upgrade the backup quarterback. I mean, yeah, last year, obviously – I yeah. mean, Case Keenum won both games he started in last year. Yeah. But, I mean, there's an obvious reason we were still starting Baker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the game. I mean, Case did good in the role, but he has a noodle arm. Yeah. Yeah. I especially the game versus uh, Denver Broncos. There were some throws. I'm like, man, Baker. Baker would have hit that. Yeah. Baker would have. Yeah. It was. It was a really. I know it was a Thursday night football game, and and you know, I, I was I was pumped for it. It was a, probably a boring game for everybody else. I mean, that was the. The the, the Dearness Johnson show on that oh, one, but man. I think I love him. I love him. That's oh yeah, wow, I love him. But uh, so I think I think honestly, if we can, with the no trade clauses, obviously, yeah, a lot of these quarterbacks have to choose to want to come to Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I, I don't I don't know what I'd be giving up everything for. You know what I mean? So I think yeah, it's just safer to just wait till next season, see what he does. Yeah. Um, I personally believe that I'm going to say, hey, just just our luck as Browns fans, Baker yeah. Mayfield might just go off and have a 2020 second half of 2020 season. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, I mean, if if he plays like he did that second half of 2020, we can easily make the playoffs with this defense. Because oh I mean, you've got Nick Chubb. If you can have the running back room stay healthy. Oh yeah, you could easily have two thousand yard rushers. Oh yeah, you could have Baker. If he just does that, like, I mean, you don't even have to have – that's the thing a lot of people are like, we got to have the quarterback. We gotta, like, no, you just need Baker to play how Kyle Shanahan had Jimmy Garoppolo play last year. Yes, that's, that's all you got to have. That's it. And, and I think I think he's better than Garoppolo. Like, that's just yeah, me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I don't think people – you know, you look at some of these teams, 49ers almost made the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, a couple of wins away. Jimmy Garoppolo has been that team. It's really not because of Jimmy Garoppolo. It's really because of everything you put around him. Yep. And to be honest with you, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the Tennessee Titans. You think the Tennessee Titans have a problem with, with that? Ryan Tannehill isn't, isn't the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yep. It's everything around him, though, that made him. Okay, and then he also, all you need him to do is, in some certain situations, make a play here, make a play there. And he also has a, a dominant receiver in AJ Brown. Oh my goodness! Oh, and my then goodness. he had Julio. He, you know, and especially I know it was it was it was an injury year for Julio, but we saw him in playoffs. I, I remember seeing Julio go off. Mm-hmm. So you know, in that one game, that, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I but I saw him him being an integral part of that offense. So for me, it's like okay, you bring Derrick Henry, you got all this. I look at the Cleveland Browns and say you can. You can be something like the Tennessee Titans or like the yeah. 49ers, where you're known for your defense, known for your guys in skill positions, and yeah. your quarterbacks is comparable. Yeah, it's it's just you're you're gonna have to get the narrative out of the media right now because the media has been hounding on Baker hard as I'll oh, get out. It's oh, been man. yeah, it's it's been, and I think and I think honestly, and that's something I noticed today. This is just a, just a side point in my head. Is you have a couple of, of reporters in the Cleveland area who have it out for Baker Mayfield, and mm-hmm. it's so funny because the national media 
will look to those few reporters and say, hey, this is what's going on in Cleveland. Yeah. And that's something I noticed with Colin Coward today. He was like, you know, referencing MKC and, and Mary Kay Cabin. And he's like, oh, well, you know, the Browns are going to be looking at the veteran, you know, veteran wide receivers, all this and the other case in the DB. And I'm like, you know, that might not be the case just because she thinks that's going to happen. Yeah. But what's most realistically going to happen is Baker Mayfield's going to be back. Yeah, that's it's it's the smart move in salary cap because all the other quarterbacks make more than Baker will the next year. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, you, you obviously got to upgrade that room, like, backup-wise. Like, yes. get draft yeah. a kid. I wouldn't mind Bailey Zappi out of Western Kentucky. I would not mind uh, I wouldn't mind us signing Trubisky, and I wouldn't mind us signing a Mariota. I, to be honest with you, if somebody if somebody were to say to me, you know, who would you want? I would. My, Mariota is my favorite mm-hmm. because he has that little touch of mobile quarterback, and I personally like that. Yeah, you know I mean? I've seen him. What I've seen what they did in, uh, with him in Las Vegas, kind of switch him out for trick plays and have Derek Carr out, out, in, the, out in the the wideout spot. I yeah. personally like that. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Mariota, and because he's a he's a tank. I mean, I remember him in Oregon. I mean, he balled out. So. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. I, I love him. His do. his first little stint in Tennessee. Like, I mean, he's he's shown he's the dog. Like everybody's calling him Mariota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember and then, that. Uh, which that I mean, I think Trubisky's a good quarterback in the right situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I I mean, he did go to a playoff game with Matt Nagy. I think that's it. <laughs> honest and honestly, like it's it's really to be honest with you, I think a lot of people. I get it. You can scoff at the idea for him being the starting quarterback, but as yeah, I wouldn't have you know. Obviously, still bring Baker back, but I think the biggest thing is to bring somebody in behind Baker who actually because Case Keenum. I mean, I, I think we all knew he wasn't exactly going to be a threat. Yeah. Maybe they that, but yeah. to bring somebody who's a backup and you know, where Baker can be like, wow, you know, if I mess up, if I you know do something this guy can really come in and take my job oh and the if it is trubisky we got the hometown kid the hometown yes, kid yes, uh, yes, so yes. there's gonna be a little pressure on baker to play well That's so i think and one thing i've noticed about baker is when you yeah. put him in the fire he's he starts to do a little bit better Yes, and i think that a lot of people that's why i think it can do him some good because again you know we were looking at him versus Kansas City. I just can't believe Kansas City week one. I saw a completely different Baker. You know, people keep talking about last year, all right, last year, last year. All right, talk about this year where Kansas City week one. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, that was – they came out firing. Like, Baker Mayfield, had, he just did not care. He was like, you know, I'm going to show everybody who I am. Obviously, the end of the game got a little bit, you know, iffy, but that has to do with something that, like, never happens. It's a Nick Chubb fumble. But yeah, so it's stuff like that that's kind of like, oh, man, yeah, of course, you know. But yeah. I think that bringing somebody in, putting some pressure on him and saying, hey, you know, this is – and I think he knows that. Mm-hmm. I think he knows that next season is, is the official yeah. season, you know. Yeah, like it, it, if you don't put – if he doesn't show up next year, I don't think he makes it throughout the season. If he starts – if he plays as bad as he did the second half of last oh. year, he will not finish the season starting. Bank on it. Bank yeah. on it. 100%. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that he's going to um, – he's going to be on a short leash. Oh, yeah. uh, and I think that fans are definitely going to make sure that that leash is still present. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really do. Uh, where, where they're not going to stand for it very much um, next season, especially uh, I think they know uh, I, people 
can downplay it if they want, but mm-hmm. there's no Big Ben. We have the Bengals number. I mean, hey, we, we, we just we, – we do. for the, Not even last year, but the year before that. So It's just our secondary matches up so well with them. That's so what well. it is. So well. So, I mean, you know, we, we know how to play for Cincinnati. And um, obviously, I, I think in my personal opinion, next year moving forward – the Baltimore Ravens are really going to be our problem, but we, we yeah. have we have a kryptonite. We have we have JOK, and JOK does really well versus Lamar. So, to be honest with you, I I like the way we sit, but it's just it, it, so as Brown fans, we're not going to let Baker Mayfield just do you know. Yeah, like you, you can't let him because this isn't the same old Browns as like the zero and sixteen, the one and. Fifteen, like it's not, it's not. You've got too much talent on the team to waste. So you've got to next year is a make or break for Baker, not yeah. for Stefanski and Aaron, and uh, Andrew Barry. It's not make or break for them too. It's make or break for Baker Mayfield. Yes, yes. Because oh, I think I think Jimmy Haslam's figured it out that he he's fired too many people too quick because he's only on the team since like 2011, 2012. Yes. And he's went through a plethora of coaches, GMs. Um, so there's just been so many regimes like, I mean, even Baker Mayfield, this is his third head coach. Yeah. I, or fourth head coach, my bad. Yeah. They, they don't, my I third, don't think. My bad. No, third, yeah, yeah. But they don't put, they don't put enough emphasis on that. And I think that we all brush by that. And I know a yeah. lot of people who are, you know, the quote unquote, Baker haters, I I think that they're like, oh well, this that the other. You got it. You know what you have by year five, and I'm like, well, yeah. hey, I, I, you kind of you kind of have to. You obviously saw with Freddie Kitchens. I mean, he they just kind of let them throw the ball wherever and do trick plays and things. Like yeah, that, a lot of that. So I think I think with Kevin Stefanski, another year, a third year, we're pretty yeah. much the same kind of personnel. No excuses next year. I really, yeah. I really, I. I really, I really believe that. I really do. And like a lot of people are comparing Baker to Burrow. Like, we don't need Baker to be Burrow. That's the no. thing. Like, no. the Bengals have to have Burrow to be Joe Burrow. We, they yes. need him to be Joe Burrow. Like, they have to have him be that to win. They need and, that. They need that. And like we, like our offense is set up. It's our run first offense, obviously. Yeah. That's just how Stefanski's offense is. Yeah. We. Like we don't have to have him be go out there throw five hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns in a game. No, like we no. just need we just need him to be consistent. We pretty much just need him to be like a like a I know Drew Brees was a phenomenal quarterback, but we yeah, need yeah. him to kind of be like Drew Brees, like the later yeah. part of his career, like yeah. when he had Kamara and all that. Yes, yes, just yes, be yes, a consistent yes. quarterback that can score touchdowns when needed. When yes. get like just do the final game drives. Yep. Yep, and yeah, be, just kind of manage it. Be be a field general, and I think, and I and I hope, and I pray that Baker understands that. I I, I hope that mentally he is okay with the idea of not being a, like a Brett Favre just throwing the ball everywhere. You know, yeah. I, mean? <laughs> I hope he understands that it will be better for him mm-hmm. uh, in the long run if he just utilizes what's around him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's 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 again it's it's the idea of wow, I see what Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen did and everybody was talking about, oh well, you know, we don't have well, you know, we don't we're not on their stage yet. We can't keep up yeah. their offenses. My thing is my thing is is to be completely frank, I think our offense, I think our defense is a little bit better. 
And we, we're not going to be giving up those, especially the second half of the season. Uh, so I think our running back room, running back room is better than both of those teams. And if we can get our wide receiver situation correct, I mean, obviously, you know, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are hard to get. You know, be oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, but at the same time, hey, you look at those, you look at the, that talent that they have, it's a little bit different than the talent that Cleveland Browns have. So I think we don't need Baker to be doing that. I know it's appealing and I know it's mm-hmm. really nice, but we really just need him to be the field general that he is next year and let the rest of the skill positions do what they do. That's what we're, that's what we're known for. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know if that, that, that gives him like a rash or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sorry, bro, but we know what, what we know what works as fans. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. And like when I, I went to the Lions and Browns game this past year, and oh, yeah. Juice got hurt like midway through the game. Yeah. And Baker was not having a good game. I'll just yeah. say that. He wasn't having yeah. a great game at all. Yeah. Um, but at one point, we had three receivers yeah. on the field. Yeah. Like Juice went down. Yeah. So we had DPJ, um, I think uh, Jamarcus Bradley, and I don't think Schwartz was out there. I don't even remember who the exact. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like I don't even remember who the receivers uh, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were down. We were down so bad. I don't even. I don't remember the third who our <laughs> was. But I, I, I remember. I remember watching it, and I was like, "This is when everyone knows you're going to tight ends." Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's it's just it's just hard because, especially the one I forgot what game it was, but we, we were down. David and Joe. I think it was the COVID game, but we had Harrison. Only had their, uh, we didn't have Cooper or Harrison Bryant or David Cook. I think we had no tight ends, but I think it's those. It was about the Ravens game, but we got Najoku or the Raiders game. My bad. Yes, yes, yes. But we yes. got him back like the in last the second. That was the, yep, that was the Raiders game. And so I think it's it's saddening to see when people bring up these other quarterbacks, and I kind of even tweeted it out. I was like, okay, well, yeah. maybe three quarterbacks who are really good with mediocre wide receivers. And I, like, I couldn't, I had a conversation with one guy and he, you know, brought up the Cowboys and I'm like, CD lamb is not really. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, you know, Mari Cooper. <laughs> I'm like, you brought up Derek Carr and I'm like, Hunter Renfro is better than any wide receiver. <laughs> I'm like Hunter Renfro is, 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 is extremely good and extremely yeah. reliable. I don't know a reliable guy that we had on our, on our, you know, in our wide receiver room. Then you had a uh, Walker too. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, I, and I, Darren Waller, and I'm like, I'm like, how is Waller. how is that? No, I know exactly. What you're saying. <laughs> but like, like, how is that situation? Like, if I had to come to defensive Baker in any sense, it's like I, the people he has to throw to, mm-hmm. uh, and what people expect Baker Mayfield to do. I don't. Do you expect him to, to catch the ball too? I don't. I don't know what you. So. Yeah, he needs to be like uh, it was a Tom Brady's commercial where he throws it up and he's like on the yeah, other side yeah. of the field and he catches it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is that what you is that what you want? And trust me, I will be the first person. I'm not the hugest Baker bro in Flinders, but I will say, I will be the first person next year to say, listen, I'm not tolerating a lot. Yeah, you know, and I, and you you're gonna be on the short piece, bro, because I, yeah. I I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, like they like as a Browns fan, like. I don't know if you feel this way, but like last year, I think last year was more heartbreaking than the 0 and 16 team. Yes. Because oh, yeah. you kind of knew right off the bat when this team first, like one of the first plays that happened that year was for safety. Yeah. Uh, I was so. like, ah, like, oh, man. Oh, man. I was, I, I, I like, I like Notre Dame football. So I was kind of high on Sean Kaiser, but yeah. I, was like, I, was like, I was like, man, oh, man. I, this, 
<laughs> which he was put in a pretty crappy situation too. I'm not even like, I mean, he wasn't the greatest quarterback, but you know, like when Corey Coleman's wide receiver won with Kenny Britt on the other yeah. side, like <laughs> you're not going to thrive too well in that. <laughs> no, you're not. And I, and to be honest with you, and that's the reason like last year, man, oh man, I, like I said before, my wife's a big Steelers fan. So going into this season, I was like, this is it. No more of that big brother stuff. I'm not like, like I, the Steelers aren't it. I don't care about Lamar, Bengals, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, th- this is – I was seriously, seriously contemplating on, like, saving up some money just in case the Browns go to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, was going to go to a playoff game for the Browns. This, this yeah. year, I was really going to do it. And I didn't think – I didn't think Super Bowl, to be completely honest, mm-hmm. but I did believe that we were going to go to the AFC Championship game. So, to just see how everything was, like, tearing apart, I yeah. – you know, I – I had a little bit of hope. I made that the video about the dra- Browns are dragging me back in. Like, so I kind of like, I, I kind of felt a little bit of excitement, yeah. but it, to just be let down with the injuries and COVID, I was like, you know what? Yeah. And I think that the Odell situation, I'll, I've said this a ton. I think that that hurt the team more than a lot of people realize. Oh, and yeah. I know you lose a good receiver, but that yeah. just caused such a disconnect in the locker room. Yeah, it's not really out there in the media, but that though that disconnect because you know you had OBJ fanboys in the locker room, you had oh, yeah. Baker oh, fanboys. Yeah. Oh yeah, because so you, you kind of had that disconnect there, and I think that was the move that Stefanski needed to get a hold of the locker room. Yeah, and I don't think he got it quick enough. Yeah, um, yeah. and progressive, and then Baker just progressively got hurt worse throughout the year and. It was. It just felt like everything just started going downhill after the Arizona game to me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. The Arizona game. Oh, the one that really hurt was the Steelers game. I mean, oh, the last that was the first Steelers game. It was like, wow. I we did run the ball. Chubb, Chubb ran it eight times, I believe. Uh, something like eight nine times. Yeah. No, we barely getting the ball. So I like. I I think, you know, you have guys in that locker room. I forget who said this, but you guys have you guys have young wide receivers in that locker room. Who probably in college had Odell posters? Yeah, rumors. You know what I mean. So you so you go to a team where Odell's on there, and you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were hanging out or whatever the case may be, and 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 you just see he's disgruntled. Yeah, um, you know, and it doesn't matter why he's disgruntled. It's like he's disgruntled, and if it's about not getting the ball a lot, you know, and then you see him go to L.A. and. I think, Super Bowl. You know, we can win a Super Bowl. I think I think a lot of people, to be fair, were more uh looking closely at whatever all the good things he did in LA <laughs> and kind of magnified it a little bit more. But he he was good in LA. He did score good oh, yeah. and everything. So I'm not gonna downplay that whatsoever. Um but I think that whole situation is just it it, it did really tear it, like you said. Like, Which also I think that where in LA he was he wasn't the number one target Cooper Cup was and then I think that that helped him out a lot because we were because Jarvis and Odell I don't think they even played a game together this year yeah yeah so like all the attention was on either Odell or Jarvis so that's why I don't think that either of them had a great year yes when they both played healthy years together yes they both had thousand yard seasons Absolutely, absolutely, and we saw them doing everything. I, I remember last year, uh, two years ago, and at, at Dallas Cowboys, you know, you're getting that 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 Jarvis to 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 Odell pass, like mm-hmm. they're they're all they're flying all around 
together. You know, it was very appealing. And I think for, for them, it was just, I, you know, unfortunate, but that's another point that a lot of people need to bring out. Cooper cup was the number one wide receiver on that team. You know what yeah. I mean? And so when Robert Woods get, uh, comes back, I think, That'll be really interesting as well because now I, I wouldn't be surprised if OBJ has even a better year next year. If you yeah. think he will sign with LA, but, um, he's going to have a much better year as well because Robert Woods is going to be an, another target they get to throw to. So yeah, and uh, so moving forward, let's get a hot take before we end this episode. Give me a hot take for next season. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. So I think that. Um, I truly believe I'm going to go back to what I said last year. I truly, truly, truly believe that the Browns will win the AFC. I, I, I think I don't think I can go right down the line. I don't believe that the Steelers, they're going to have to have a little, if they keep Mason Rudolph as their quarterback, they're going to have to have a little bit of a mini rebuild, rebuild season. Yeah. Uh, uh, they have some things they need to address. Uh, I don't even know if Juju's coming back for them. Uh, so I'm not I'm not too worried about Pittsburgh, although they swept us. I'm not too worried about Pittsburgh because they don't yeah. have anymore. Um, again, like I said before earlier, I like our chances with the Bengals. Uh, the team that concerns me is the Ravens because they're going to be healthy and yeah. they're going to have the easiest schedule in the division because they finished last. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm they're going to get Marcus Peters, they're going to get J.K. Dobbins, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be wanting to sign a wide receiver and a line. So. Is, I think Marcus Peters might be your free agent. Ooh. So that Marcus would be, Peters might be his free agent. Yeah, I think he's. I think his contract ended this year. Oh, let's go. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm basing that purely off of Madden because I've seen him free agency a lot. So, <laughs> Wait, I, if, if that's if that's it, would be something interesting to to, to watch because I know Clay uh, Campbell if. I hope Clay's Campbell doesn't go back. Oh, that's another, he's another free. Oh yeah, that I was uh, that I was eyeing up. I forgot I had that written down too. Yeah, um, I would I wouldn't mind paying him the bag. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Can you imagine? Oh man, Calais <laughs> lining up. You'd have to you'd have to line up. You'd have to do this certain package where you put if we do keep Clowny, you'd yeah. have to do like a Clowny Calais Miles. Imagine that, trying to stop. Uh, run a run a three four defense, and I because Clay's isn't Clay's like like six foot seven or eight. He's like six foot eight, I think. Uh, um, unimaginable, unimaginable. And and then you could put like uh, JOK on like the opposite side. Oh, that's not fair. That's not. Fair. I, <laughs> like, mean, I mean, honestly, you could like get you could blitz him, and then you could drop him into coverage, kind of yeah. just throw him off. So like. At like 0.5 seconds, Miles could like kill whoever's on that side. That 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 would be that would be out of this world. That would be out of this. World. I mean, the possibilities of that happening are very slim. Very slim, but it's it's a cool thought, you know. But I will say, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to have players. I mean, obviously, to know a little bit about what's going on with that that Baltimore offense and how you know do the best you can. But I yeah. think. We do well uh, against Lamar Jackson, especially since the acquisition of, of, of JOK. But I, I really do believe that. I mean, I, I don't know how hot that is, but I do believe that we will win the AFC North. And I, I mean, I, I, I that's something I actually truly would would yeah. would bet on. Really. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, if we're winning the AFC North for the first time, man, that's I'm here for it. I'm totally here, hundred percent. Take it to the bank. I'm here for it. 
<laughs> that's something that's something that's something that excites me that excites me greatly yeah. you know what i mean i um I, w- I would say i know there's a lot of people saying Michael's gonna win mvp or I'm I'm not that big of a. <laughs> I, I mean I'm I'm here for. I think he's gonna have a decent year next year. I'm not gonna go out and say he's gonna have fifty touchdown, two yeah. interceptions, four thousand yards. Like no, that's not. I think he's gonna have your like twenty five to thirty touchdowns, yeah. anywhere from about eight to thirteen picks. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to see him hit four thousand yards. Hit that four thousand yard. That's a, that's a mark that 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 I think is not only attainable, but I like the fact that you know, yeah, maybe give him a bonus if he hits that. Give give him something. Give him some incentive package to say, yeah. hey, you hit this. And yeah. and I think that you're too with all the secondary and defense. Like I think that we're gonna get a lot more takeaways than we did last year, mm-hmm. and so I think we're gonna have one of the most high powered offenses in the league. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I think we're gonna have that too. 1,000-yard rushers, and Kareem and Nick Chubb, I really want to see that in my lifetime. I've heard it since, like, we had, like, Terrence West and Isaiah Correll. Yes, yes. I've heard it every year, and I, I really want to see it because, like, I'm tired of these older Browns fans talking about, buddy, but when we had Bernie, he'd hand it off to Biner, and he'd get six to five to six yards, and then hand it to Kevin Mack. He'd get five to six yards, and then Bernie'd hit a play action 35 yards downfield. Like, I want to see that. They can have, and honestly, truthfully, with the extra game they have in the season, and yeah. they can be healthy, seventeen games. I'm sure, I'm sure they can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they can. Um, so, you know, that's that's one of the things that I'm excited for. And also, the last last point, I I will I will I expect a little bit more out of Miles yeah. uh, next year. I, I think that I think that he will be make a stronger finish for Defensive Player of the Year because I believe our secondary is going to, especially playing together. And being one year older, I think our secondary is only going to get better, yeah. which honestly will hold uh, some of the receivers a little bit. Give Baker, I mean, give uh, Miles a little bit more time to get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something I'm excited to see. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, obviously, I don't know if he's going to have another four sack game like he did versus Chicago. Oh, man, that was so nice. That, that was that was. I I felt bad for Justin Fields. I was like, <laughs> you know, I, was, I really did, but. Um, that was insane. So I thought he was going to break the sack record, and of course we put CJ Watt. But anyway, yeah. uh, so that's how that's I, I expect a big year out of Miles, and I won't be surprised if, if he makes a stronger, stronger uh, case for defense defensive year. Yeah, and you know who I actually wouldn't mind seeing the Browns get at hey, this like the secondary to kind of help out with the leadership and all that. Yeah. Is a guy that I I want to say he played for Joe Woods. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think he he might have missed him by a year in Denver, but it's Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson. Because he's th- he's gonna be 34 years old. He's gonna be. I don't know if he wants to stay in Denver. Maybe he yeah. stays in Denver. Yeah. But I think we could get him in Cleveland. You'd be like, hey, I want you to come in and mentor this kid Grant Delpit. Yeah. And help out the secondary because I think that he would be that like. Um, like a Rajon Rondo is for the Cavs right absolutely, now. Absolutely, like the older vet that nobody really thought would make an impact that they all think washed. Actually, does yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that could be the guy. Well, one hundred percent. I never want to downplay a greatest example of that. You know, a little bit cross sports, but a great example of that is Chris Paul with the Phoenix Suns. Yep. You can never underestimate what a veteran will do to your locker room. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And I think that with Kareem Jackson, I think that's something that's very appealing. I want to watch out for if there's obviously there's a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers going there. And I heard that, you know, Aaron Rodgers wants to go where Devontae Adams goes and all those stuff. So if Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers go to the Denver Broncos, I think Kareem Jackson would try to do his best. Oh, yeah. He's definitely back in Denver. But I, He'll be I would, like taking a $10 contract. Exactly. He's like, oh, man, I'll, I'll do whatever you guys want. I'll do it for a free Big Mac like that. <laughs> That'll be what he's – I'll do it for a Big Mac and fries. <laughs> but I, that's something that's uh, – that's something that's – that's that – you know, I would love Green Jackson, honestly. Now that you yeah. now that you brought that up, I I'm gonna write that down for something I like. I actually like that fit yeah. a lot. Um, just to get a veteran voice out there, you know what I mean? I think that that would be very, 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 very helpful. Um, yeah, very helpful. Yeah, and uh, Manny, I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast with me today. It's been a great episode. So much for inviting me on here. This is awesome. This is so cool. I love what you do. Uh, I thank you just for for explaining Browns and talking Browns to everybody. I love the work. Absolutely. Well, man, I appreciate it. Uh, Well, I think this is the end of the episode. And uh, don't forget to follow our man here, Manny Maxwell, at at Manny Maxwell 5 on Twitter. And uh, go Browns. Go Browns. I'm loving the sound. Ready for steel. Ready to rave. Ready for fall. Ready to burn. See us, we come out. We start and we lie. We pass and we run and we touching it down. Cleveland is free. We good. We get it. We've been through the ready. We loving the Browns. Never will chill. Never will lounge. We are the dogs. We are the hounds. Never the fierce. We blue and we blue. So get on your feet because we are the Browns.